Welcome. Hi. Good to be. <laughs> wow. Feels like it's been a while. What we take a week off? Yeah, I was just thinking that. Like, wow, I haven't done this in a while. Falling yeah. behind. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it's been a while. So, welcome to the Cajun Eskimo Show from Bayous to Igloos. Uh, I am your co-host, Cajun Libertarian. There is your host, Eskimo Libertarian. Good evening hey, to guys. all in the comments section. I hope everybody's doing well. We are going to have a very fun and awesome episode tonight, as always. But um, we're going to talk a little bit about what the FDA employee said on camera, by the way. Didn't know it was on camera, but that makes it all the much more better. And then uh, we'll talk about some other sketchy, scientific, just trust the science stuff in history that didn't work out so well. Eskimo is auctioning off her signed avatar flag. Nice. Hey, guys. <laughs> Isn't he so cute? Or she? She has a brain. <laughs> yeah, we're auctioning this off. I'm going to sign it and put a personal message on there for whoever wins the auction. Nice. So uh, what are the proceeds going to? Uh, it's to help me continue what we're doing here. Um, yeah, we don't get paid really to do this. We don't make a lot of money doing this. And stuff costs money. So if you want us to keep doing this, you'll help us out in this way. <laughs> that is 100% a fact. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, um, hello from Virginia, says Amity. And then J.S. Noel Nullick. How the heck are you? And my wife sends two hearts. How the heck are y'all? So, fun night tonight. Great night tonight. Love having y'all here. Can't wait to get started on the Cajun and Eskimo show. Right, right back at it. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, yep. That's from Joel Soloski. Oh, I didn't know that. Joel, man, put an avatar. Joe, on uh, put an avatar on your uh, or a picture on your icon, man. Just it just says it's one of those like J's, you know. Oh yeah. Background. And then J S, and then he says it's Joe Soloski. Well, I guess we'll we'll lead off with that. That is out of order, but that's okay. Joe Salaski. Yes, he's running for Pennsylvania governor, and he is the key to Pennsylvania success. So vote for this silver-bearded man of liberty, Joe Salaski. Silver-bearded man of liberty. Uh, liberty being the key to Pennsylvania's success, as Joe Salaski so succinctly and beautifully articulated that to Spike Cohen in Pennsylvania over the weekend. But Joe Soloski is going to give us, give the Pennsylvanians that liberty. So Joe is the key to Pennsylvania's success. Thanks, Joe, for sponsoring the show. And thank you, Joe, for being just a fantastic human being. I'll wait. I'll, I'll wait. 
Let me wait for that because I'm supposed to talk a little bit about what happened in Pennsylvania. So I'll give that a second with uh, Joe Soloski. Fantastic. Fantastic guy. Um, the other sponsor we're leading off with is Cumberland Cannabis Co. Viable, ethical, effective. If you need any of your CBD, CBG, or cannabis-based products, you can go to Cumberland Cannabis Company. Viable, ethical, effective for all of your natural, organic, inflammatory, medicinal purposes, or for what else that you have. Please visit Cumberland Cannabis Company. Next. Oh, well, uh, that's funny. I was about to say next up is uh, the, the next sponsor, but it was Joe. All I did was switch them. I did not check that first. My bad. <laughs> that's okay. We're, we're uh, rusty. It's been a while. We're getting the rust out. Yeah, getting the rust cobwebs. out. For sure. Um, it's been a bit. Oh, bye. Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> Face had a bad glare on it. All right. Tom Collar says, weed works. And hi to the rest of y'all. Thanks, Joe. Joe's going to put an icon or a photograph on his um, avatar. For real, awesome. what's with the state-ran liquor mafia? Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy up there so, we found out. Yeah, before we get started, um, let's go ahead and start off the bid. And as we roll along, we'll like... Well, you will monitor the comments and see the highest bid for the flag. So what should we start this off at? 30 bucks? For 30 this bucks, 30 flag. Bucks, 30 bucks, 30 bucks, signed by Eskimo Libertarian. 30 bucks, 30 bucks, 30 bucks. 30 and I will bucks. sign it and put a personal message on there, folks. So 30 bucks Perfect. starting bid for my lovely little, it's more of that's a the, wall tapestry, but yeah. That's the first one, right? Yeah, the first one. And the only one that I know of that has been bought. So, yeah, this is the first one. And I actually took it to a top, the top of a mountain to take pictures. I went on top of Bear Mountain to take beautiful photos. Of Joe Soloski in hot with 50 bucks. So, Woo. you got to beat 50 bucks. Joe Soloski oh, leading off with 50 bucks. The key to Pennsylvania's success. And an Thanks, outstanding Joe. human being. And much taller than I thought he would be. Dude's like 6'3". Quality. So, what are you, 5'9"? 10. Oh, 5'10". Oh, okay. One inch taller than me. Yeah. One inch. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds very, good. I looked very small in all of those pictures. That's <laughs> deceiving. Yeah, I am 5'10", 170. I'm not going to say my weight. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I shouldn't have. I didn't know <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right, so I'm I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I was also, lead, yeah. <laughs> I've also never had a child, so that matters. I have children, never had a child. I have never birthed a human being before. Yeah, that's an important fact. It's <laughs> an important fact. Cajun in Pennsylvania. Yeah, let's start off with Joe. Joe is, is like, he's very, if you look at the graph, right, and you don't know Joe, forget you ever heard anything that I've said. He is very unassuming in person, right? Not the way that he looks. He's very handsome and silver bearded. All that is real, not photoshopped. He's very tall. He's like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, and um, he's very, very, very jolly. He looks like 
not, you know, very serious, very, very professional. And he is all of that. Don't get me wrong, but incredible. He is hilarious. He's very fun to be around. Like just, just, just a joking guy, just always joyful. And I love that about Joe. So that's going to be one of the keys to Joe Solosky's success in winning that race is his personality. But that goes a long way, and it means a lot because he has a great personality. So thank you, Joe, for being awesome, and uh, he's Cajun's man crush. At this point, Connor, you know what? We, we could just still just create a list of man crushes because apparently everybody's a man crush, and that's okay, too. I don't mind it. I, I'm not, There's I'm a lot not, of love, a lot of love to yeah. give. I'm not, a, <laughs> I'm not a, that dude. Like, I literally dried off with a pink towel tonight. I don't just doesn't doesn't affect me yes he definitely looks very Very dapper in all of his pictures very dapper gentleman he is but he is a personality no he was dressed like very dapper the whole weekend he was super sharp all weekend you never saw him unsharp and i'm rolling up in chuck's uh basketball shorts and a t-shirt like just completely (laughs) you know like like, I'm not Spike. I'm not Nick Sarwark. I'm not Joe Solosky. I'm going to be Cajun Libertarian. And I've wore a T. I put, I literally brought a collared T shirt to the event just to put on for my two speaking experiences. Other than that, I wore Muddy Waters Media or this right here. So, yeah, they're yeah. thinking, what bayou did they drag this guy out of? <laughs> they knew. They, they had to know. They knew already. That's the fun part. Right? Yeah. Ryan yeah. Bedford, don't laugh. It was your girlfriend's pink towel. That is incorrect, sir, on both accounts. Number one, I don't have a girlfriend. I have an ex-girlfriend who is now my wife. And I wasn't using her pink towel. I was using my 13-year-old daughter's. So kick rocks. <laughs> and it even says her name. It says Jaden on it. I can show it to you. So you're wrong, Ryan Bedford. Just kidding. That dude's always everywhere. Great, great activist. Always active. Thank you. So yeah, uh, Pennsylvania was fantastic. Spike was fantastic. The uh, the the speech that Spike and Nick gave on on criminal justice reform was outstanding. Both of them played off each other so well. Uh, you know, obviously they don't spend a lot of time together. So for them to get on stage together and be able to hammer that subject and really feed off of each other and feed off of the crowd because we were asking questions. And uh, that was fantastic. The, the next segment was about one of those speakers talking about coronavirus and vaccines and stuff. And it was less savory. We'll say that. He did not gain any followers during that speech. And I will leave that there. And we're not talking <laughs> about fair. Spike. All right, so, that's fair. Yeah. And um, I just, yeah, Liz Terwilliger nailed it. She killed it. It was a fantastic event. Each venue was awesome. Uh, Joe Solosky, Spike, and Bonnie's talk on drug addiction was fantastic. Um, I got to go by by what Joe says there. Obviously, I fully trust Joe, but I was given a speech in, the, in another room at that time, so I didn't get to hear that one. But hopefully, I'll be able to catch it on video. And if you haven't seen the speech from Russell, from Spike in Russell, that he did yesterday, go back. It, it, I've, I've seen it like four times. It's one of the best speeches I've ever heard. Absolutely incredible. Anyway, 
So Yeah, that was pure fire. When I was watching it, I was watching it live and I was like, oh my gosh, I can only imagine like if I was on the city council, I'd just be like, oh my God. <laughs> like if I have to come back here, I'm like, whoo. Yeah, yeah, that's what my wife said. Yep. Pew, pew. <laughs> oh man, he was he he has such that 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 speech right there, he had such this demeanor banding presence without obtrusive and, and, and offensive so man <clears throat> and yeah you don't want russell city council you do not want the army up there that i promise you i, I would be surprised if they don't reverse that decision just off a of spike speech i will be very surprised if they don't that's real so anyway Eskimo at the Medical Freedom Rally. Yeah, this uh, last weekend, I actually went to this Medical Freedom Rally. And pretty much uh, this rally was hosted at multiple different locations over the weekend um, across the nation. And um, I went to the one that was in Palmer, Alaska. And there was actually quite a few people there. Um, a lot of people came and went because it was multiple hours long. But there were a lot of speakers and a lot of signs and just a lot of folks coming together, being against the mandates and so like the vaccine nice. passports and the mandates and everything like we're sick of it um there were some folks that are you know very crunchy granola very against vaccines altogether and there are people that were just like i'm just against the mandates like get it if you want to you know don't get it if you can't you know this is your medical decision the government should be on, you know, shouldn't be making these decisions, decisions, decisions for you. <laughs> and um, it was a very positive, upbeat, attitude, you know, sort of attitude. And there was this guy that was dressed up like a sunflower, and I really wanted to get a picture with him, but I never got to it. <laughs> it was just a lot of fun. I actually brought my flag there, and I saw some folks yes. that actually like recognized me. And we got some pictures, and they're like, "Hey, I know you. I follow you." And I'm like, "You do." So it was actually really cool. And um, oh, just very positive. There were a lot of snacks and some parading and just all around very positive attitude. There wasn't, you know, any negativity and there wasn't a counter protest and just the community coming together saying, hey, we don't want medical mandates. We don't want mandates, period. And so it was great. Loved it. Yeah. That's all. Beautiful awesome. day, too. Yeah. It's been really pretty down here. Isn't it snowing up there? So they, they... Yeah, yeah, it's so snowing. <laughs> no, it's gorgeous. I woke up to a winter wonderland outside my window. Well, <laughs> you can keep it. Okay. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing up my there. blue crust up today. Because it's snowing. Yeah. yeah, keep that up there. I don't know, it's a I don't Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> It's September. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's snowing so much. Uh, so there is this place called Hatcher Pass that's close to us. And I love, like, you know, hiking and everything up there. And so it's a pass. And they close it off during the winter because they don't maintain it during the winter. That has been closed off. So now you can't go through the pass. Wow. Winter oh, is here. Yeah, Connie, you're probably right. That's what my wife and I are concerned about. He says, we'll probably get a bad winter down here, Cajun. Yeah, I'm thinking so. I hope not. Hopefully, it'll be a mild winter since it was a mild summer. 
Um, Ashley Greer Smoot says, I'm camping with crap service. Where's my flag? Also, who's going to beat Joe Solosky's $50 donation or $50 bid for said flag with an autograph and a personal message from yours truly, yeah. Eskimo Libertarian? This one right here. You know what's really cute about the avatar is that I put a pin on him or her. I should say her. It's supposed to be me. Uh, and it's the AKLP little pin. Nice. On the parka right here. So, yeah. We have 75 from Ashley Greer Smoot. Ooh, thanks, Ashley. 75 is the number to be. Awesome. Well, before we dive into your segment, this just popped up on my feed, some silly Alaskan news that you guys might enjoy. So this is in the newspaper. It says September 18th at 1.12 a.m. at Cascade Creek Road, resident reported he didn't have a gun, so he had to hit a bear with a shovel instead of shooting it. An officer gave him a verbal warning and advised him not to use garden tools against a bear, which is ridiculous because you use whatever you can get around you when there's a bear. That's why you only gave him a warning. <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah. still, this guy's like, I don't have a gun. Here's a shovel. Wham! Haymaker. <laughs> That's how I imagine oh. it went. I mean, that, oh, those right. are the only details I was given, so I had to improvise, guys. <laughs> I hope that that would happen. He just <laughs> right. barehandled him with a shovel. Yeah. So I believe he probably talked... Yeah, I, I think he probably talked dirty to the bear while he was doing it. Like, not in a sexual manner. Like, in a, who's your, you know, uh, I, I'm the man. You're going to lay down right now. Wrong type of bear. Wrong type of bear. <laughs> <laughs> of course that came out wrong. Oh, what else God. is new? <laughs> We're off It'll the happen. rails here. Yeah. All right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, let's get into what we have going on tonight. We'll give Eskimo a break. I will dive off into this real quick. I'm basically going to read this kind of word for word. I'll give you my opinions on it in between. But um, I, I snatched all these. Art, um, basically, just straight up quotes from an article off of Vision Times. www.vision.times.com www.visiontimes.com On hidden camera, FDA employee says, Blow darts should be used to force vaccinate blacks and low IQ whites. Yay. So let's lead off with totalitarianism and absolute racism. That should work out. We definitely will not get demonetized for this because it was an FDA employee that said it. So Matt and Spike, y'all are up next to be demonetized because we will not for this one. Except for maybe the fact that I'm the one talking. So apparently <laughs> that's the trend right now on Big Tech. Either way, doesn't matter. 75 bucks, 100 bucks, Dennis Trump in the comments. That's my father-in-law. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's 100 bucks. Beat it. One C note. Let's do it. All right. Oh, it's right under your avatar, too. That's fantastic. Yeah. Taylor Lee. An economist for the Food and Drug Administration was called by Project Veritas, who has been very good lately. I will say that. Project Veritas is uh, really good. 
they're really good investigative like undercover just getting these people to say exactly what you want so props to to um project veritas hidden camera video advocating uh veritas on undercover hidden camera video advocating for the use of blow darts and drones to forcefully vaccinate african-americans and low IQ whites while the opinions of taylor lee an economist for the fda are captured in a personal setting on candid camera and do not represent the official position of the u.s government or the administration they may provide the public with valuable insight about the current attitude and culture with in America's regulatory organizations and government bodies. Yes, Project Veritas is doing that. And very damn good at it, too. Let's see. In one segment, Lee talks about the cases, or I'm sorry, he talks about the causes of vaccine, vaccine hesitancy in the African-American community as he appears to refer to the 1932 Tuskegee, Tuskegee syphilis scandal. I wonder why. Well, well, yeah. So, what, with where, why even go further than that? You wonder, you already understand their skepticism, but you don't care. So, you'd rather blow dart people with vaccinations. It gets way worse. Besides the fact that everybody completely dismisses the fact that everybody that's not black or was a part of the Tuskegee experiment that understands what that was about and what happened, it makes us skeptical too. It doesn't make just one demographic skeptical, especially when you have a track record of this. All right, moving on, because there's two of us here. I can't do my thing on this show. <laughs> I'm, try I'm saying it out loud so that I, I keep moving. All right. I think there's still this big mistrust in like it's deep rooted, continued this tyrant. Make sure I didn't skip over. Anything. I remember reading about how with COVID trials, they were having an issue recruiting African-American people. And it was because of a different medication the government tried to do that was specifically designed to kill African-Americans. All right. The Project Veritas reporter then interjected, yeah, can't blame them. Lee used that opportunity to introduce his solution to vaccine hesitancy in the demographic. I can't, but at the same time, like blow dart. That's where we're going. In another instance, the economist says, I mean, my personal thing is like, you know, you get blow darts of J&J &J and again, I'm a little cynical and like go to the unvaccinated and blow it into them. Look, look, look. Not to be a grammar Nazi, right? But I don't have a PhD. I don't, I didn't graduate from college. Nulik did, so she's excused from this conversation, right? I don't work for the FDA. But how many paragraphs have the thousands of you heard me use that many? 12 year old phrases and why would you trust anybody or their opinion when they don't have a speaking level of above eight years old how many times can you dot 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 and say and like in a paragraph of somebody that works for the federal government that can't even speak in a private conversation properly without sounding like an eight-year-old anyway moving on 
quite possibly though too um he's realizing the ridiculousness of what he's saying like he is saying some pretty out there things and so coming out and saying it he's like uh like just throwing it out there and letting you fill in the gaps it's like no i see where you're going with this this is that, that that's a huge point, but that 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 just degrades the situation even further. Being did you watch the video? Not yet. I, I've heard a lot. Oh, of I watched feedback the video. The video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I heard a, a lot of feedback. I got to go watch it, but yeah. So yes, go watch I, it. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. All right, that, that that just grammatically that paragraph draws me up the wall. Anyway. Uh, the Veritas Project operative threw Lee a setup question. How do we reach the minority populations? Is there a way to do it? I want to get back to normal. Lee's reply was, I'm sure there is. I'm not the person to answer it, though, other than blow darts, because I think that's a great solution. All right, thanks. He revealed that some of his attitude is a result of training he received as an economist. Now, this is very important. This drives exactly kind of the mentality of what we're dealing with here and it's really kind of in a blanket statement of how we're viewed by the government in general and this should be a little scary some of his attitude is a result of the training he has received as an economist so this is the thing that's really crude as an economist is we have a certain value that we put on each human life okay so if you give a million vaccines and two of them are blood clots, okay, you have a loss of $10 million about in your life, government regulation type world framework. If you give these million vaccines, you get everything back to normal. Are you making more than that $10 million loss or not? And that's the way we're trained to like try and think about these things in terms of cost-benefit analysis, that type of stuff, he said. So basically, they don't they don't care about if there's a hundred people vaccinated and one dies of blood. It's not what they're looking at. They don't care about that. And that's a that's actually kind of a valid way to look at it, even from the opposite side. Except for the fact that you're letting the 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 other side of of people that are saying, let this thing happen organically. You're let, you're just letting the chips fall where they may. You're not in, in forcefully doing something that can literally kill someone, right? You're letting nature have its course and let it, let it do its thing. And so there's a big difference there, even though the concept remains the same. So don't let anybody argue that point against you. I'm not talking to you. No, I'm talking to all of us, really everybody. Lee also noted he believed that the FDA scientists do not alter their research or data to fit it a political agenda. I, I want to believe that. And, and maybe after this guy's second statement right here, that may be true. There's a massive, massive problem here. Massive problem. However, he said the issue. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, there's a saying by Mark Twain that there's three different types of, uh, Lies. There's lies, damn lies, and statistics. Hmm. Yep. How to lie with statistics. That is a literal book. 
<clears throat> All right. So he didn't believe he doesn't believe that the FDA scientists alter their research for a political agenda. However, he said the issue is not as simple as the integrity of the scientists because there are political appointees who are generally scientific advisors who are appointed by the president or the commission. So even if let's just say the scientists are 100% accurate, honest, and full of integrity. They're still being governed by politicians. And he's going to highlight that right now. He said the appointees definitely do because they're bringing, they're being paid based on if the other people are staying in power. All right. Keep going. Lee suggested the government do it to the whites first. Some more racism. Great. This is somebody I very much trust. Eighth grade grammar level, very racist, totalitarian. Lee suggests the government to do it to the whites first. We'll post like video campaigns about doing it to the whites first. That is what they think about black people, actually. We'll just post news of doing it to the whites first so that the blacks are okay with it. It's the most racist. It's incredible. And, and people are going to buy this, right? Like they're, they're not, Some people are going to buy this. It's remarkable. We live in a weird time. Weird is probably the best word I can use on this program. The white uneducated. It's like all of the colloquial things that we see in like Alabama and all this. And it's like apparently you need an IQ test. And if you fail below a certain IQ, you're getting a shot. So this guy is just full-on anti-everything and everyone that he is not, or he thinks he is. That's less feasible than the blow darts. <clears throat> I think the blow darts are probably still our most feasible option. He equipped. He quipped. He quipped. Sorry. All right, so wrapping up real quick. Let me get I, – I made a tweet about it. I posted about it. If you're going to go the route of uh, just total human rights violations, totalitarianism, authoritarianism, and just blatant disrespect for humanity at all, you could do that much more efficiently than with an effing blow guard. Blow dart. Blow dart gun. Much more. This, this track would be much easier and faster for you. The... Again, just cementing and reinforcing the idea that this guy's a complete moron. Having said all that, I don't think that's in question anymore, but he works for the government. This is the guy working as an economist for the FDA who is approving what's happening to your body right now if this is what you're choosing. This is the mentality. Then he goes on to say, I won't read all of this. Um, he talks about uh, the, the undocumented, undocumented immigrants. Basically, he just said he doesn't care about that. So what is it do you care about? Mitigating the spread? Or do you just care about your narrative? Because literally, he says, I mean, the undocumented immigration isn't as much of an issue. As like a lot of people make it out to be. 
then what's the point of blowdarting other people if you don't care if the immigrants are unvaccinated? It, 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 none of this makes sense. It, it, this guy can't even put together six coherent paragraphs without not making sense, being an incredible, terrible human being, and then completely contradicting himself. And all of the idea around, you, there, that's why people are vaccine hesitant. Keep in mind with not being able to put together sentences and stuff like that, it seems to be not as big of an issue. In fact, like you could even become, I don't know, hypothetically the president of the United States if you can't even put together sentences. So, you know, just hypothetically, just theoretically. Yeah. 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 Completely theoretical. Absolute (laughs) hyperbole. Maybe we'll find out. Probably tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> sorry <laughs> this guy just keeps going. I, I'm not going to just keep going on here again the obvious answer is blow darts look again I can't reinforce this enough right through all the this nonsense that is very actually very scary like if I was going to be that dude I'm not using blow darts I can put those blow darts in an air rifle that looks like an AR-15 I can also have my torso strapped in blow darts that will fit inside of mechanism that looks like an AR-15. So not only are you stupid, you're inefficient at being a tyrant, which is just really the pure epitome of the government, right? I, I uh, Bad optics on, I made a tweet about this too, bad optics on the border, uh, the Biden administration. Okay, let's ban horses. This is peak government. It's incredible. And, and these are the people throughout every, <laughs> every layer. Guys riding around horses, literally using reins to steer the horses. Looks bad. Let's ban horses. <laughs> let's blue, let's use blow darts when you have rifles. It's just peak government efficiency. And these are the people that how how the, the the biggest problem with me is that how much of the country is buying this? That's my problem. It's not that they're actually doing it because people with six brain cells, they don't even have to be collective. They could be even spread out throughout the body, have more common sense than this. But there's like two thirds, half, at least half, half of the country buys this stuff. All right. Moving on. I actually made a tweet and I said, don't bring a blow dart to a gunfight. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Exactly. Blow darts is the perfect answer. Don't just put J and J in it. I'm literally just picking cherry picking out of his quote. It's terrible. But at this point, I'm like, I don't care about your bodily autonomy because it's not just your bodily autonomy that you're putting people in jeopardy. He said, how? How? Uh, the vaccine's free free all right anybody over the age of like what five now can get it at least 12 so how is an unvaccinated person putting a vaccinated person at risk and if that person isn't vaccinated at this point it's because their doctor said not to or the vast majority of it's going to be that person didn't want to so pick one 
Does it work or not? I say the stats say it works. Now, the longevity of that efficacy isn't a very severe question. That's another conversation. But if you say it's that detrimental to get the vaccine that you're going to blow dart it into people that you don't like because of their IQ or skin color, then your vaccine, you're you're telling people it doesn't work. That's what you say. All right. The undercover reporter asked Lee if he thought the government had the with wherewithal to go door to door to force facts to force vaccinate the populace. Lee replied, I mean, census goes door to door if you don't respond. So we have the infrastructure to do it. It'll cost a ton of money. But I think at that point, there needs to be a registry of people who aren't vaccinated. Although that's sounding very Germany at the same point. No shit. This is not just some random, this is part of our issue as well. This is not guy wants to bloat our black people and dumb white folk, dumb white folks. Look how deep this goes when you get to the bottom of it. This clown literally says it sounds very N.A. to the Atias. Doesn't care. At all. Doesn't care. Works for the federal government. I would have rather had talk about something nice tonight. I literally set out to talk about something nice and to be fun. This is incredible what's happening right now. This is in uh, I listened to a song it said uh we went to bed with the American dream and we woke up in nightmareica. Literally. And I don't know how to explain that better. I'll tell you who can explain a lot of things a lot better than I do, especially since he's a writer. But he's really bad at it, which is the better reason to go read his books so that you can laugh at him and set his books on fire that you only pay for like 15 bucks on Amazon. I mean, they're very cheap. That's because nobody wants to buy them. Jack Casey, worldgreen.com. Technically, the reason they're so cheap it's because everybody's buying them. Just to laugh at Jack Casey. But don't miss out. You too. With the, the many, 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 many others that are buying the book right now. Can buy this book and laugh at Jack Casey. Who is the worst mermail I've ever seen. With no chest hair. No beard. And a weird haircut. I feel oh, like this is some, there. The, the, there's some odd version of like the the aquatic backstreet boys going on here. <laughs> oh boy. That's a good one. Aquatics backstreet. Aquatic backstreet boys. Some odd version of that. I don't know. That's a tweet. If I ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of uh, comments. Most of uh, y'all just. Any for the flag. Good time. Oh, 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 I got to look back. 
Let's see. Last I checked, we were at $100 from Ashley Greer Smoot. Thank you for the reminder. Does anybody else have a higher offer? I cannot give you facial hair. Sorry, Craig. Yeah, be sure to like, comment, and share, folks. Oh, they has got to be higher than that. How long are you getting your, uh, how long are you doing it? Uh, just for the show. Oh, and it looks like Dennis Trupp is yep. 130 and a size 3 toddler's packer dress. <laughs> he is so hilarious. Just saw that sweet effing flag. Yeah, 130. But yeah, I am auctioning off this flag, folks, to help pay for stuff because what we do isn't free and uh, we don't really get paid. So we got to figure out how to pay for it somehow. Yep. Like auctioning off a flag. I'm just going to keep. <laughs> the latest and I will... is 130. 150 yeah, I from will... Joe Soloski. Sorry. I'm oh, off. <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, I. Uh... I will sign it and put a personal message on there and maybe throw in a few stickers. I could throw in some stickers, some Alaskan stickers, make a oh, whole package sure. of it. Absolutely. But yeah, I, this is a flag. Remember, folks, I went to the top of a mountain with this thing. I went to a rally. I went to a medical freedom rally with this. And I climbed a mountain just to take pictures with this. So there's Alaskan mountain air in there. Alaskan mountain air. <laughs> Nice. So I feel anyways. like you could sell that in a bottle. You know, like if a water <laughs> you ever seen the movie Waterboy making making fun of Cajuns, although they actually shot that movie in Florida. Um no. you never saw Waterboy? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's no. like Glacier. He has like this uh little tiny flask that he wears as a necklace and it's glacier water. <laughs> I'll go climb a glacier, sure. Why not? There's a couple of glaciers I've been to lately, actually, like Byron glacier and i was near portage glacier and uh there's a few other glaciers i've seen lately but i've been doing a lot of hiking i tried to get in a whole bunch of hiking before winter came and now winter's here it's september <laughs> they got I like a foot like... of snow in anchorage i don't want to hear that <laughs> you sounded so sad <laughs> I like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still sitting in a t-shirt i i want to enjoy and flip-flops flip-flops shorts t-shirts my favorite time of the year i hate the cold <laughs> i hate it uh, 150 for joe Solosky. perfect Coming strong 150 please make another bid i'll try to do better at monitoring the comment section as you give uh your incredible segment my segment's always incredible. <laughs> so this is kind of inspired by, uh, there's a lot of stuff that are like, trust the science and none of people reading history books or dystopian novels. This one isn't a dystopian novel. This is actual history of here in America. And I'm talking about eugenics in America. So I say eugenics and what does that mean exactly? And that's the study of how to arrange reproduction within a human population to increase the occurrence of heritable characteristics regarded as desirable. So you're controlling who breeds and who reproduces and all that other stuff. And normally it's rooted in like race. That's the big one. And really? um, 
disabilities and everything like that. So I'm going to talk about California's eugenic problem or program. Eugenics was actually practiced all throughout the U.S. at some point, but California had the biggest one, and it started in 1909, and it was by far the largest than any other state. So what does that mean exactly? So they sterilized more than 20,000 people between 1909 and 1979. So between, you know, in 70 years, they sterilized more than 20,000 people. And of those sterilized in the like in the entire country, one third of them were from California. So wow. yeah, 20,000 times three, that's 60,000, the whole US. Yeah, one third of them, which was 20,000 was in California. And this is a low estimate. This is a very low estimate. So at minimum, this is how many people were sterilized. So how did this kind of start? What did it mean by that? So state officials were deeming these people as unfit to have children. Some of these people, some of these victims were as young as 13 years old. So imagine the state coming in, you're 13 years old, you're unfit to be a parent. Well, no shit, you're 13, first off. <laughs> but like to decide at that age, and they're going to sterilize you at 13, because you're unfit to be a parent, according to the state. So the criteria included mental illnesses, physical disabilities, and any undesirable traits. And by undesirable traits, that was heavily focused on Mexicans, Native Americans, and Asians. So this whole program was meant to improve the human race and do away with state institutions state institutions being prisons, hospitals, asylums, and orphanages to help save money. So the government was trying to save money by sterilizing populations that they didn't like, that they figured were actually pop, uh, populating prisons, hospitals, asylums, and orphanages based off of race and disability. We're, st we're still doing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get to that. I get to that. Sorry. So, no, no worries. So... The HBF, or the Human Betterment Foundation, started in Pasadena, California, to combat the critics of sterilization. Because, as you can imagine, people are like, oh my gosh, you're sterilizing people? That sounds awful. So this foundation was started to combat the criticism. And they published scientific reports about the benefits to patients, families, and society about sterilizing people. And eventually, um, this foundation was absorbed by Caltech and uh, the foundation and the research continued. Uh, this was in 1942 that Caltech absorbed it. So this whole foundation was pretty much giving off the vibes of trust the science, bro. That was Always. why. Yeah. Trust the science. You should sterilize people because it benefits the patients, families and society. So this program was so good at its propaganda in terms of how this is actually good for society and for the human race as a whole that it inspired Nazi Germany in their eugenics program. Hmm. A lot of people say Nazi Germany is the pioneer of eugenics and it was actually America, California to be exact, with this Human Betterment Foundation. Big yikes. So Americans, pioneers in eugenics, 
Yay. Inspired Nazi Germany. Not even exaggerating. So these laws that allowed eugenics were not repealed until 1979, very recently. However, it was still practiced on inmates and wasn't exposed until 2013 by the Center of Investigative Reporting. So part of what made this legal is in 1999, they had a policy change um, in terms of inmate medical practice. And it included tubal ligation as part of inmates' medical care. So for those that don't know, tubal uh, ligation, ligation, I'm not a medical expert. Yeah, both so I may be pronounced. Tubal ligation. Yeah. I've always got tubal, bilateral tubal ligation. Yeah. Or you can do That's, unilateral. Yeah. So pretty much the purpose of it is to prevent the eggs from traveling from the ovaries to uh, the fallopian tubes or like through the fallopian tubes, you know, to the uterus. So can't travel through. And it blocks the sperm from traveling up the fallopian tubes to the egg. So highways cut off. Egg can't go to the uterus, sperm can't get to the egg. Boom. So they were using it as a birth control. But the thing is, that's permanent. Hence eugenics. Hypothetically. So, it's not always permanent. Yeah, very rarely though. Like, cause people talk about like also their tubes getting tied and stuff like that. It's meant to be permanent, but you can heal from it, but not likely. Yeah, yeah, very rare. And very hard to reverse, by the way. Much easier to reverse a vasectomy. Also, not 100% promoted. Or, I'm sorry, not 100% effective and not 100% reversible. So, there's no exact science. <laughs> so, these women were coerced into submitting to the procedure and not understanding the consequences fully. So, when you give consent you need to have informed consent. Otherwise it's not truly consent right. and you can't be uh, coerced or there shouldn't be any sort of um, reprimand if you say no, that's not true consent. So these women were coerced into submitting to the procedure, not fully understanding what this meant, but it was part of medical practice on inmates. And the state sterilized 144 women between 2005 and 2013 with little or no evidence that officials counseled them or offered alternative treatment. This is, a, again, a low estimate. 39 cases, uh, the state officials didn't do everything legally required to obtain permission. 39 cases. And 2014, state law bans sterilization as a birth control for state and local prisons. Go figure, the state shouldn't be able to come in and sterilize you. I mean, unless you're like a pedophile. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> Anyways. So there are reparations set up for the victims of these programs. However, there's a lot of obstacles that prevent you from getting them. Uh, for example, so this is only for victims of the state of California. It does not include victims from local governments. The LA County Board of Supervisors apologized for more than 200 women sterilized in LA County USC Medical Center between 1968 and 1974, but none of those people are up for reparations under these new reparation laws that they have. And only 
direct victims, not family members are uh, available to obtain those. So again, the government came in, did highly invasive medical procedures on individuals that weren't fully um, educated about what was going on and they actually made it legal and they, they heavily focused on Mexicans, Native Americans and Asian populations because they figured those are the troublemakers of society and they would be better off without them because it's better for you. Trust the science, bro. Trust the science, bro. Also, reparations. Doesn't help. Makes you feel good. Doesn't help. It doesn't change history. Doesn't change the past. And for 90% of people, doesn't help the future. Feels good right then. What we need to do is stop letting the government do this. That's what we need to do. Let's not worry about uh, getting paid or or some sort of outcome of it. Let's just stop it. We are the power. They can't do this without our consent. And we're armed. Sorry. No, it's true. And I really want to emphasize on that HBF or the Human Betterment Foundation. Their job was to make this sound like the scientific good whatever outcome that we need for America because it's what's good for society. And so when you have someone shoving this at you saying this is good for you from a government organization, you really do need to take a step back and be like, whoa, like, let's get a second opinion. Because there's multiple times throughout history that government officials and scientists and whatnot say this is good for society and really thrust it upon you, but you don't have full consent and atrocities like this happen. Basically the entire history of the government. Hence the hesitation. Yeah. Hence the hesitation. But let's blow dart them anyway. Us, really. I'm talking about them. (laughs) Incredible. Yeah. So there, a lot of people uh, reference Tuskegee experiments when, like, why minorities are very hesitant about, you know, getting a shot or any sort of medical procedure from the government. But there's also iodine-131. There's the eugenics program, like I just mentioned. There's uh, Margaret Sanger's experiments on Puerto Ricans. There's so many things that the government has done wrong medically for minority folks in the name of having a better society. And they turn out awful. Almost every time. Uh, Joshua McCoe says, how often have the scientists changed their minds on fat and eggs? And you know what? That's a valid point. That's a valid point. You know that the FDA once said that Pop-Tarts were good for you? Yeah. They also approve fentanyl. They've approved a lot, but that's a very relevant one. They definitely approved fentanyl. And now all the talk about the crop. I'm not going to get into the immigration border thing. Um, But yeah, the fentanyl situation. That's FDA. So when people are screaming at those that are hesitating 
in terms of the vaccine. There's so many things in history that have caused people like myself to hesitate. And also talking with my doctor, there are other reasons why I hesitate to take the vaccine, but that's between me and my doctor and that's how it should be. That's how it should be between you and your doctor and then your ultimate decision. 100% on all of this. 150? Was that the last bid we had? I don't know. You're watching the comments, but here's the flag again. Look at this. I have a little braid. I don't know if people have noticed on my flag, but ugh, I made this myself, like the design. But there's a little braid and a harpoon <laughs> and AKLP. Little booties. Oh, and the wording on the bottom says, don't tread on anyone. And it has little snow caps on them. Don't tread on anyone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we need more than 150 from Joe Soloski with Joe in the lead, who also says Eskimos nailing it here. <laughs> I hope that's Thanks. consensual. Oh, I even put little flesh marks on my cheek. <laughs> Look at the resemblance, guys. <laughs> I'm having too much fun with this. Well, that's funny. That's the point. Gotta have some fun. Everything's <laughs> all doom and gloom. So we need, uh, uh, you know, some time to decompress and, and fight for a good cause, right? That, that help keep the information going. For sure. Yeah, it can be very wearing. And I know, like, the burnout is real. So being able to have fun or when... I apologize when I laugh at things that shouldn't be funny, but it's like, I need to laugh. Otherwise I'd be crying because this is actually really serious and awful. So I'm just gonna laugh through it and make it funny, but on the inside I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. I had a rough episode um, Wednesday. Mm. Didn't intend to. It's just what what's happening right now is maddening. And it's incredible, like the stuff that you just laid out. We're watching it happen in real. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. They just repackage it, put a short skirt on it and some lipstick, and sell it to you again. It's incredible. We're still falling for this. For One sure, and me. like, sorry, go ahead. Oh, it's okay. When I talk about like. Uh the Native American residential schools, even that, like that was meant to be a benevolent program. And that's specifically their words, benevolent program by the Monroe administration. And before Monroe left office, it wasn't working because people weren't voluntarily bringing their children to these residential schools. So they had to do it by force. It happens all the time. It comes out as a benevolent provision. And it's like, oh, this is what you need to do because this is what's good for you. And when people aren't doing it because they don't think it's good for them, they will use force. Those who would trade freedom for liberty for safety deserve neither. Ben Franklin. And that's as valid today as he said it. And because it was said 200 plus years ago means it was 
prevalent and applicable at that time. Which means there's a history of this. The only thing that's going to turn stuff around is civil disobedience. And you can start that civil civil disobedience at 160 because our highest bid right now is at $150. So, if you don't get your bid in quickly, you might not get a chance. What was that? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> was that your um, seltzer? No, I don't, I don't have a seltzer today. But, <laughs> yeah. Guys, auction off for the cutest Gadsden flag to ever exist. I will claim that this is definitely the cutest, most wholesome Gadsden flag you could ever own. Hmm. It is the most wholesome libertarian. That that's debatable. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's not so much after my Wednesday show where I'll use the F word like three times. I think it was three. Maybe it was four. (laughs) But I'll tell you who is definitely wholesome. Jonathan Reels. <laughs> Jonathan Reels. He is not a Reels candidate yet, but you can help him become a Reels candidate. He's a Reels boy, but he's not a Reels candidate. Not yet. But <laughs> you can help him out by uh, giving him some money at www.jonathan.cash. At www.jonathan.cash. He needs to raise $5,000, and he's a Reels candidate. For Reels, guys. <laughs> For reals, guys. For reals. Love that. That's that's really a great. The only thing I don't like about this graphic is that it says "Make Jonathan Real Again" at four hundred eighty-six bucks, and that was the first graphic we got. It's way up there, y'all. We just need to top it off a little bit. Five bucks is five bucks. It's way up there. He's very close. He was also able to get some laws changed so that he could make it cheaper for him to run. Which shouldn't be a thing in the first place. This is ridiculous. Utterly absurd and absolute discrimination. But these are the laws we have right now. So we got to get Jonathan eligible. And because he was able to get some decently minded individuals to help change that goal legally, we only have a little bit left to go. Five bucks is five bucks. Also, 150 bucks is the current bid for the cutest Gadsden flag ever. 150 bucks and a 12 pack of BAPS Blue Ribbon, says Dennis Trupp. You like PBR? I don't think Eskimo likes PBR. I think she likes seltzer and like very sweet wine. No, I actually drink as dry of wine as you can get. The drier. More dark, bitter wine, the better. What about a double shot of whiskey? Straight. I cannot do liquor. Oh. <laughs> I cannot do liquor. But I make my own wine anyways. Uh, that's very awesome. My uh, the my best man of Sonny and I's wedding, Anthony. Um, Tony Tone is what I've called him. Been a, a really great friend of mine since I was about 17, 18 years old. He makes his own wine out of uh, muscadine. Um, I guess it would be a fruit. You probably don't know what fruit is. Y'all don't have fruit in Alaska because it's nothing but like four degrees in the summer. 
But there's this thing called fruit, and it's sweet. It grows from the ground where all these green things are. Not everything's dead and white and frozen. Oh, my God. Like the Game of Thrones. I picked, like, five gallons of blueberries. Okay. Like. <laughs> Out of your entire lifetime? No, this last summer. I worked my ass off. Yeah, we have berries. It's funny. They're like this tall. <laughs> it's funny to me that, like I said, fruit, and you go to like I picked these berries and lots of them. It's like, where's the rest of the fruit? I think we have crab apples. I don't know what else fruit we could grow up here. Berries, berries, and crab <laughs> apples. And... Berries are delicious. Yes, fruit wild is berries. delicious. Fruit is my most missed um, delicacy or food. Since becoming a, a diabetic, I, I love fruit so much. I think so my avatar is diabetic. Your, en, enjoy your berries because they <laughs> are special. 150 going. We might have to do another night of this because I don't think 150 is enough. And we did not advertise this tonight. So I advertised it. <laughs> Jeff Soloski <laughs> says, Don't make me come to Alaska to get that flag. Oh gosh! Oh my! <laughs> this is this is your day. It's up to you. Do we go another night, or is it Joe's at one fifty? Well, there's still a couple other things we need to do. Like we need to plug our other Muddy Waters media shows. Like on Monday, Mister Bearded Truth, and on Tuesday we have Spat Spike. I always do the Spat and Mike. Spat. Spat. Spike and Matt. I on live in Tuesday, New England. Name is Spack Cohen. Oh my God. So <laughs> they're on Tuesday for Muddy Waters of Freedom. Then we have Spike on Wednesdays with his uh, My Fellow Americans. And on Thursday, we'll be met with the writer's block. And then Friday, back with us. <laughs> Do we have any anchor call in moments? We have one anchor call in moment. I am going to stretch this out for a little bit for bids for the best gas and flag ever known. The KG, uh, K, Eskimo Libertarian, uh, best avatar in gas and flag. And also because I want you to call in for the Tom for 52.com anchor wheel in moment where we will in your calls like Thomas Queter will wheel, wheel into the New York State Senate. I'm going to let that scroll right there. Anchor.fm, the Cajun Libertarian. We really need to get our own Eskimo and Cajun Libertarian calling. Uh, we also need to start a page. Thought about that earlier. Where it's just Cajun and Eskimo from, uh, from Bayou's to Igloos. Let me get to the uh, anchor call in moment. The Thomas Daniel Queter Tom. For 52.com. That's T-O-M-F-O-R-5-2.com. Anchor wheel in moment where we wheel in your calls. Like Thomas Queter is going to wheel into New York State Senate. Eskagen or Kakamo. That's pretty funny. I that, that. That's a good one. All right. Let's <laughs> see what we got. We have one call in from James M. Ray and I'm nervous. Just kidding. James is great. 
Sweet. Thanks, James. Yes, I've had Martha on twice. She is phenomenal. Uh, super intelligent, brilliant, fantastic activist down in and also running for Miami-Dade Commission, I think District 10 of Florida, which I think has a $9 billion budget. There are literally 10 commissioners on that committee. So look up Martha Bueno. Follow on Twitter, follow on Instagram, follow on Facebook. I know she's bigger on Twitter and Instagram than Facebook. Follow her. She's been on My Fellow Americans. She's been on um, the, the Muddy Waters of Freedom. She's been on the Cajun Libertarian Live twice. Fantastic Cuban activist in, in, in running for office. She's also on the Libertarian uh, Spanish channel on the National LP show. So go look up Martha Bueno. Follow her and see how you can also get involved in what's happening. This is in, in what's happening in Cuba. This is kind of the problem with what we deal with, right? It's a constant flow of news, and you can't even – they do this on purpose. You can't even keep up. We can't even barely follow up with some of the major stuff that we've had to talk about in the past month because that's how fast the news is rolling in. Just like the news of the best gas and flag of Libertarian Party – Eskimo Libertarian bid is at 150. Who's beating it? <laughs> Airless, 200 bucks for the flag. Who's got more than 200 bucks? I hope I so. Airless is like the latest member of the Seafood Caucus, and uh, I posted a picture of him. He was like featured above um, Mountain Men of Alaska. So he's definitely one for the OnlyFans account. Nice. Did you see that one? No, 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 no I have not. I, I was <laughs> super busy today. I worked a very long time today, and had, oh, okay, we, we got issues at work, bad issues. First time. So, if you think you about. have a good beard, you should go check out his beard. I don't need to because I know I have the best beard. It's not as black and defined and thick and gorgeous as mine. Just wait. When I'm not doing pest control anymore, which may be coming to a close here very soon. Thanks, government. Um, yeah, this thing is getting Viking. <laughs> I, I might put Viking. miniature like squirrel skulls in it. I, I could braid it into like seven different braids. You know what I mean? And like each that each braid have like 15 squirrel skulls. I can do that. I can do that. So actually, the Alaska LP communications director has a big beard, and he's put, got Viking beads in his beard that are like braided in there, like with the Paul Viking Robbins. ruins and stuff. Yeah, love Paul Robbins. Super cool guy. Shout out. Yeah. 
And there's there's many people that will say, "Oh, you got a man crush on Paul Robbins?" Probably. I got a man crush on a lot of men. Okay. <laughs> that guy's intense. Kids. I've met him in person, actually. Yeah, he's very intense. Got three kids and a wife. I'm not worried about being a man crush. Paul Robbins is a great dude. Go look him up. Follow him on social media. Fantastic. Very bright. Very intense. But he gets shit done. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I was going to say something, but really, he's he's the dude up in Alaska. I mean, you you as well. There, there's a handful of y'all that are just go getters and get stuff done in Alaska. It's very inspiring for everybody else. I hope it is. It's inspiring for us, for me, for uh, for the people that are here. One fifty two hundred is the latest bid. For the best gas and flag in the Libertarian Party. Anybody awesome. beating 200 bucks? <laughs> well, Dennis Trump says, your father-in-law, I got peanut butter in my beard once. But were you able to get it out without the best Libertarian gas and flag in the country? And if you didn't, then you should pay 225 That way you can't. Oh you can clean the peanut butter off with the section that Eskimo gives you the personal message on. I mean, it's like a double win. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally trying to pitch your flag while I sit on you the whole time. There's Alaskan mountain air in this flag. <laughs> I climbed a mountain, went to a freedom rally. <laughs> oh my God. For, for clarification, do not clean whatever stain or substance that you have with the greatest uh, gas and flag within the Libertarian Party, please. Don't do that. That was a joke. Especially not Okay. Anybody. I don't know that that's going to come out. <laughs> so so let's, uh, let's say going once, 200 for the flag, going twice. Twice. I know there's a lag on here, so I'm kind of going slow. No, there's good. a lag between like when we're broadcasting and the thing. Mohegan says, "Send a bag of Alaskan air with it." That seems three hundred or two hundred going. Two hundred going three. Sold. Two hundred bucks. Two. The newest member of the LP 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 Seafood Caucus. That's pretty freaking outstanding. Oh nope. Julia Caldwell. That. Two hundred and two babysitting. Nice. Two o two. What is this? What are we doing? Like the price is right. <laughs> All right, I got two hundred two dollars and one cent. Nope, not me. I was there. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I got dinner to get to. We're having oh. salmon, king salmon oh tonight. I'm gonna post some photos on the seafood caucus uh, group. Make sure you guys join the Libertarian Party Seafood Caucus. And uh, yeah, let's wrap this up. 
So, are we sold to Julia or uh, 205 into babysitting? I think you spoke a bit early. Well, now they're pitting back and forth. (laughs) So, 205. King Salmon is ready. Okay. Well, I got King Salmon to get to. So, Ah, (laughs) I'll have to uh, wrap this up and go see them. You're going to go see the King Salmon that are already dead? Yeah, they have King Salmon for me. That's what we're having for dinner. Who's who's uh, who's they? Uh, Julia and Arliss. Oh, shut up. Are you serious? Okay, my yeah. bad. I didn't know that. All right, all right, all right. Nice. So it's 200. 200 <laughs> bucks sold for the best Perfect. gas and flag in the Libertarian Party. So... Tom for 52.com. All of our sponsors, thank you very, very, very much for sponsoring the show. Y'all are all awesome. Eskimo, final Perfect. words. Uh, nope. I'm excited to go eat king salmon. <laughs> nice. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, I, and uh, don't bring a blow dart to a gunfight. Don't. <laughs> very, <laughs> very valid. Very valid. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. So don't forget, y'all, to catch uh, all of your Muddy Waters media programming right here. And uh, we will see you again in one week on the Cajun Eskimo Show. Yeah. Uh, Advocating for a freer world. From bayous. To igloos. Bye. Bye, y'all.